We are in Come Follow Me, week 27, and it's Acts chapters 1 through 5. And I want to start in Elder Renlund's last conference talk. And this is part of what he said. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. To our modern ears, this sounds like a prohibition against irreverently using the Lord's name. The Hebrew word translated take means lift up or carry, as one would a banner that identifies oneself with an individual or group. The word vain translated means empty or deceptive. The commandment to not take the name of the Lord in vain can thus mean you should not identify yourself as a disciple of Jesus Christ unless you intend to represent him well. I loved that quote. Um, I have often thought to take the name of the Lord in vain meant something far greater than just not swearing. And this quote just so tied in with this overarching theme of what it means to be a witness of God as these apostles move forward and start to take the gospel to these people all over the world. And so I just want to highlight some of the verses that stood out to me, but I want you to keep in mind what it means to you to be a witness of God in our day. And what are you doing that, like Elder Uchtdorf said in one of his conference addresses not too long ago, bear witness of God at all times and in all places, and when necessary, use words. So I want to start in Acts chapter 1, and in verse 8, it says, But you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, in Judea, Judea sorry, in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven, he went up. Now jump to verse 14. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women. And they were in number about 120. And so the things that stood out is that they received the Holy Ghost. They were supposed to take it to all the earth. And while he was spoken, while he was speaking, he was taken up and they looked steadfastly because they're to be witnesses of that, right? And then I love this, that they continued with one accord in prayer and in supplication to God. They continued. That's so huge. Okay, verse 22 of Acts chapter 1. They must, one, be ordained to be a witness. Okay, so Judas is now gone. So now they know there needs to be another ordained. And in 24, it says, And they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, show us. And I love that because I think back to when President Nelson was ordained. That's our most recent one. And I knew the order of secession of prophets and apostles, but yet they had asked us over and over to pray for a witness, so I did. And I will never forget the warmth that went from my, heads to my head to my toes to fill me with the knowledge that he was the prophet of God. 
And I think that's so important. And I've heard his daughter, who we are friends with, speak about praying to receive her own witness that her father was the prophet of God. Chapter 2, verse 32. This Jesus hath God raised up, wherefore we all are witnesses. This is them talking to the people and the Pharisees and Sadducees. 37. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? 38. Then Peter said, repent and be baptized every one for the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto all, to your children and to all that are afar off. 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and they were added unto 3,000 souls, 42, and they continued steadfastly. And then 44, and all that believed were together and had all things in common, 45, and sold their possessions and goods, 46, and they continued daily in the temple. Okay, chapter 3, verse 15, we are the end of 15, wherefore we are witnesses. They say, you killed the prince of life who God raised up, wherefore we are witnesses. 24, yea, and all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold these days. Chapter 4, verse 4. Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of men was added 5,000. <laughs> That's incredible. 10. Be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you whole. So they've healed this man. 16. Then they say, what shall we do to these men? They're consorting together to get rid of them. We cannot deny it. They know what they've spoken is true. 19, Peter and John answered and said unto them, whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things we have seen and heard. Verse 30, by stretching forth thy hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done by the name of that holy child, Jesus. 31, and when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spake the word of God with boldness. 32, and the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither said any of them aught of those things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. Okay, and then go to chapter 5, verse 15. Insomuch that they bought, brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. 16. And they were healed every one. And then it talks about them being thrown in prison and the angel of the Lord came by night and opened the prison doors. 29, then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. 31, 
Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince. They're talking of the Savior and a Savior. For to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins, 32. And we are his witnesses. And so is also the Holy Ghost, 35. And said unto them, Ye men of Israel, take heed to yourself what ye intend to do. So this is Gamaliel. He comes and, and counsels them and says, Take heed what you intend to do with these men. 36. He talks about Thaddeus, who had 400 joined to him. But when he died and was slain, they were scattered and brought to naught. And then he talks about Judas, a different Judas of Galilee. And he had people that followed him. And when he perished, they were dispersed. Then 38. And now I say unto you, refrain from these men, let them alone. For this counsel or this work, if it be of men, it will come to naught. But if it be of God, ye cannot overthrow it. 41, and they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. 42, and daily in the temple, they ceased not to teach and preach Jesus Christ. And it just gives me courage to listen and read about these men who... Peter, who denied him thrice, became someone who his very shadow would pass, not even the hem of his garment, but would pass on the people. And their faith was so strong, they were healed. That came from denying Christ, learning not to fear man. That's who he became. And they found it in prayer. They found it in gathering together. They found it in being in the temple and prophesying boldly of Christ because he was their master. And they had great joy in suffering for his name, truly being one with him. That gives me courage in our day where it does feel like we are in a war of words and a tumult of opinions and watching our children and those we love in this mist of darkness and wondering what more we could have done in our vineyard. To gives me courage to suffer and be grateful to do it in his name and to stand and boldly declare who I follow. And if at times necessary, like Gutdorf said, use words. But I hope it screams from us who we follow. And we should be happy followers of Christ. People should see the peace and the joy in our face so that they have a desire to follow him as well. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.